today we are going to continue our mini-series on the top 3 favorite books and why. This mini-series is a collection of my guests' answer to the question what is your favorite book and why. This question came from a desire to know what my guests read to keep their lives in balance and grow both personally and professionally. If you like this episode, check out episodes 195 and 209 for more book suggestions from our amazing guests. Let the show begin. One that I'm reading again now, I've read it a few times, is The 21 Laws of Leadership. I think that in each stage of life that you read it, it, it gives you new insight into, into ways that you can just be a better leader. Um, so that that's one that I, I thru- truly enjoy. Um, another one is just a classic, is Don Quixote. And <laughs> I did read it in uh, the original Spanish, which is like reading Shakespeare in the old original English. So um, it was a little bit hard to read that way. Um, I read it then in the more simplified Spanish and actually very, very much enjoyed it as well. One I read in high school that really impacted me was called Night. Um, and it's a just a journey of somebody going through um, the Holocaust and how they uh, lose their faith and then gain it back. And it's just a, a beautifully written book. John Livingston Siegel by mm-hmm. Richard Bach. Mm-hmm. And that was a book that I read like in, in high school. And it left an impression from even though at the time I didn't know it, it was basically about transformation, right? Becoming a whole different version of yourself. And um you know, I, I feel like that's what my life has been. It's just constantly on this path of self-discovery. So I love that. The four-hour workday. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I love that is because it's that book, by reading that book, it gave me a different, you know, we're constantly in business. We're always constantly asking the question, you know, why, right? Why are we doing this? But for, the, for Tim Ferriss to redefine what freedom is and how to achieve it, I, for me, that was like, Awesome. Because most people, you know, they want to make money and thinking they want to do, you know, have freedom once they do, but they don't exactly have a clear picture of by doing that, um, what kind of obstacles may be coming the way that they may potentially not be achieving the end goal that they want. Crucial conversations. Crucial conversation is very important because I feel like in any relationships, in order for you to, to build the kind of business that you want, your ability to build relationships is key and to have such exceptional uh, communication skills and usually the communication skills that's really important is when when you come into a resistance or when you're having a conversation where there might be a little conflict right is how do you overcome it how do you have the conversations where you can solve problems together and to be able to have that skill set i feel like it's just so key my favorite fiction book, it, uh, two of the three are fiction books, is uh, Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy, a brilliant, beautiful masterpiece of literature. And then there's a fantasy book called uh, A Prince of Nothing that I absolutely love. My favorite, more businessy book is actually a psychology book that I highly recommend everyone to read. It's called uh, The Believing Brain by Michael Shermer. He's a, a, a psychologist from out of Stanford, I believe, and it's all about how belief is actually formed and how you have core beliefs and accessory and tertiary beliefs and how those all intermingle to create your actual belief system, which as a marketer, uh, you can imagine the implications of that doing good copywriting, right? To understand uh, where your customers are at. So I, I, I find that book very enlightening. 
How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie was like one of my absolute favorite books ever. Um, I really like the Harry Potter series, so I'll go ahead and throw that out there. I don't know if I have a specific other one. Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, maybe, was like a really good one. Um, I think that one like resonates with every Amazon seller, like Phil flying to China, getting a manufacturer and going through all that's always cool when you understand what he's talking about. Called uh, Power of Your Subconscious Mind. This has uh, nothing to do with the business per se, but it has a lot to do with you know, we as an individual. And I think it, um, uh, let's put it this way. I would really wish for my kids to read that book. That's how important I think uh, this is. And I would recommend, you know, everybody out there to read. And it makes you kind of uh, self-aware and helps you how to improve your own quality of life. Think and Grow Rich. Um, something I read many years ago um, that, you know, definitely highly recommend. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have read it, but uh, if you haven't read it, a uh, great book to read. Um, I like the house that um, Jack built, which is the biography of Jack Ma, who's the founder of Alibaba. And I love how he was not a specialist in his business. He didn't really know much about a lot, but he knew how to just share ideas. And he brought like 16 founders together and I started it. I don't remember the author, but Rocket Fuel um, talks a lot about the psychology of business owners, whether integrators or visionaries, and how to create that rocket fuel by combining your strengths and weaknesses with other people's offsetting strengths and weaknesses, which is powerful. And the other one I like is Built to Sell by John Warlow or something like that, um, where he talks about how to build a business that's sellable, not necessarily that you have to sell it, but that you're not the key person in, like you don't have to be involved in every day. So you can go on vacation and you can sleep good at night and you're delegating. So those are my three books. Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham. Uh, it's got a, it's a great book about entrepreneurship. And really the concept is that if you take some of the most successful people in the world and ask them, what are, um, what are two mistakes you made? that if you didn't make those mistakes, you'd be worth 10 times what you're worth today. Mm -hmm. They would immediately have an answer for that. And so it's not so much about doing everything right uh, is the principle of the book. It's about following the road less stupid, like making less mistakes. Uh, so it's a fantastic book about entrepreneurship. So that's one. Um, another one is the sales acceleration formula by Mark Roberge. And Mark Roberge was the third person brought on board to HubSpot. And he helped grow their sales team to be the huge uh, organization that it is today. And so it's a book about creating sales, about creating sales programs and growing sales teams. Very practical, very pragmatic, uh, fantastic book if you're growing a team uh, that involves salespeople. The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. It's not a business book. It's really a book about seeing things in life in a certain way and recognizing how to interact with other people in a way that leaves you feeling empowered about yourself and happy. And it's just a fantastic book, The Four Agreements. Alex Harmozy's, I think it's like Million Dollar Offer uh, mm -hmm. is the name of the book. Yep. Um, it's a lot more about like information products, but it really dives into the, the human psychology of why we make purchase decisions and how you can construct offers in a way that are no-brainers for people to buy. And so just walking through that psychology, some of the, the strategies and psychological approaches that are used there really just make you a better marketer in general. So that's a great book. 
Uh, there's a book called Launch. Um, I can't remember the name of the offer, but if you just type in Launch Book, it's about how to quickly deploy and find success, specifically with e-commerce for products. So I've really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's really pertinent to Amazon sellers. And then the third one is called the Business Playbook. So I've been on a big thing over the last 18 months about really optimizing my business structure processes. We've got like over 250 SOPs now in my business. Uh, how do you scale with the team? How do you kind of make systems work for you? Yep. Uh, and the business playbook is really good about kind of what you talked about. How do you know when to de- delegate? What do you do on your own? What are the systems behind a business that help it find success and scale? Uh, so the business playbook would be the third one. The most recent one that I read that really like literally changed my life. I'm not kidding. Such an impact on my life was called The Inner Work. It is a book all about getting out of your ruts. You know, we, we all have thoughts that kind of sometimes lift us up or drag us down. And the inner work is all about connecting with yourself, your self-love, and really understanding that you are not your thoughts. You are not your past. You have complete control over your day and your future. And, um, and this book came, uh, it's created by um, Matt and Ash, the yoga couple. They have a YouTube channel. It's really good. But um, they just, you know, they had a seven day challenge that came along with it. And I did like the meditations for the seven day challenge with that book. Literally, I've given it to so many people. I wish I would have had it as a kid. So I bought two copies, one for each of my daughters. Uh, it was just a really, really powerful, formative book. Um, the other two that I would say um, have made the biggest impact, definitely the E-Myth Revisited. I think that's such a big, big deal. It was for me because I was, I was stuck in that self-employed mindset. And the E-Myth helps you understand um, how to get out of that. Um, I would say any of Mike McAllowitz's books, uh, Clockwork, The Pumpkin Plan, um, Profit First, uh, all really, really just incredible transformative books. Is My Utmost First Highest, and it is the, a devotional by this guy named Oswald Chambers. I mean, I guess technically I, I would maybe have to say the Bible, but, but, but I say this book because it helps me better understand what I'm actually reading there, and it helps me to, to, to really... Uh, pierce down into myself and question myself and say, am I really doing what I say that I'm supposed to be doing? And it's all about giving your utmost for, for God's highest. One of the other, one of my other, other favorite books uh, it's called um, it's by Thomas Sowell and it's called conflict of visions. It talks about how the world is filled with two types of people. When you read the book, he he has a very specific political stance and, and socioeconomic stance, but he this book is so bipartisan because he says, look, there there people will view the world in two ways, and usually it's not one or the other totally, um, but it's the constrained view and the unconstrained. And the the basic difference between that is that the people that view the world constrained. Is they they say okay the the world's limited it has resources there, there's always going to be you know no, nothing's ever going to be perfect so we're just going to have to do the best with with what we have and the unconstrained view of the world is everything needs to be perfect we have to make it perfect and we can't compromise until everything is exactly how we need it to be and that book helped me to realize 
where I sat on the spectrum and also how to easily identify where other people sat on the spectrum so I could avoid conversations or really arguments that I knew wouldn't go anywhere and that wouldn't be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, a, that was a great book. One book that I read recently was Never Split the Difference. Yeah, Chris Voss is amazing. He actually also just came up with a whole masterclass about it. $100 million offer. Yeah, it's like a purple book. I forgot it. But yeah, that's uh, that was very interesting. Very like raw and straightforward. Not like really edited. Just straight to the point. And the third one, um, I mean, I always believe it's very important to... I know it's nothing about business, but to be healthy and have a good you know mind space and whatnot. So I think it's called Healthy Living. I don't know exactly the name. Don't quote me. But it, just anything in general to understand that you know, your health really matters more than any dollar or any bank account you could possibly think of. Because if you're not healthy or if you're not on point and you just, you know, you're not with it, it's, it's not worth to even have a billion dollars, you know, that's, that's number one. So, yeah. Jab, jab, right hook. I just discovered it when I was going through a low in my life and trying to discover entrepreneurship. And it, um, it was the first business book I read that was talking about serving other people in, in, in a business way. And it just really resonated with me. Uh, tribe is a book about community and your group and why it's super important as humans to have a tribe. And then uh, I listen a lot to um, Andrew Huberman's podcast. Okay. So I'm going to consider that a book because it's content I take in. He's a scientist about sleep, about productivity, about optimizing your life. Um, I absolutely love everything he should.